Last time on Will Save. Pirate Ambush. The group is assailed by two starfishers while they are planning their next move. Startled by the attack, the well-disciplined group retreated behind cover before counterattacking the starfisher reinforcements. The tide of battle turns when Hears supercharges Rick 19's artillery laser. Rick 19 takes aim and fires one decisive shot at the vest, killing it instantly. However, the ship is still bugging wildly, there are more pirates aboard, and a potentially dangerous treasure is on the verge of falling into the wrong hands. How will our courageous passengers respond? Find out this time on We'll Save. When I was in like sixth grade, my teacher, my science teacher, who was really cool, Mr. Wiesaki, was like, before school, you could, you could come to his classroom, right? And hang out and like play Lero and do cool stuff. And the guard would be like, I don't know if you're allowed to come in so early to school. And then you show them the, the badge that Mr. Wiesaki would make for you. And he'd always write your name on it real quick and then be like, is allowed in, in like big cap, like capital letters. He tried to write Jonathan Swan on it and was like, this is too long. And then he was like, John, John Swan, that's it. And then just wrote, is allowed. And I was like, my mind was blown because sixth grade me was like, you can shorten someone's name. <laughs> this is, that's funny. Why? What is he going? And my identity changed forever. And then that's I, when I realized that my name rhymes, and I was like, okay, now I need to like live up to whoever. This and that's when you is. became a musician. And that's and I sang it. That's the day. That's that's the first time notes erupted from me as if I were in a musical. I oh I have a friend, uh, Carlos Torres. What's yeah. up, buddy? I hope you're listening. Uh, we I've known him since I think it was like second grade technically, um, but we actually went like went to class together in third grade, and we were out on the playground one time and he pulled me aside and he's like hey i just have to tell you something and i was like okay what and he's like my name in english is charles <laughs> that's so great and as like a third, third grader i was like what, what? <laughs> oh my god mind blown yeah wow well unless i do want to see if anybody else's players have nicknames but the reason that i brought this up was because i wanted to ask if your characters have nicknames and if they did how did they get them who gave them to them do they go by them do they tell anybody i don't think it's come up yet really well it certainly comes up for dr okay in the sense that dr okay is an abbreviation that is true he goes by dr okay what is his full name 
Dr. Contuo Casas. Ah, uh, yes. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's a little backwards. It's not a true nickname or a true abbreviation, but, yeah. And it came up, I suppose, for Dr. Oki, uh, dealing with very, uh, fast-minded people and a slow talker. It's better for me to say Dr. Oki versus Dr. Kuntuokitis. <laughs> You're like the sloth from Zootopia. So everyone just, like, their eyes would glaze over when you yeah. say your whole yeah, name. Yeah. Dr. Okay is much easier. But the best part is that it's other Osharus who... The question is, is that just a typical Osharu speaking cadence or pattern? Or are there different ones? Uh, I would say no. It's not typical. Okay. I mean, we're, you know... Uh-huh. Uh, there are different Osharus, so... That's true. Just didn't know if that was like a cultural thing, maybe. But it's not. It's all right. I like it. Anybody else? Well, I, I guess I can go next. So okay. uh, androids are fabricated humans. Um, and a lot of times they don't take on a name. They, But for Rick, his name is actually an acronym for his model number. Um, so his model number is a Ringworks Industry Calimetric Kineticist. Um, and that mm. is shortened down to Rick. And he's a Mark 19, which gives him the 19 number. So, Rick 19. I had no idea. That's yeah. cool. Well, now you do. The more you know. Yeah. Yeah. I would say. Uh, oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, here's does not have a nickname, but if anyone comes up with one, let me know and I'll think about it. Was your on. was your mom or dad never like? Here's he. Here's uh, didn't really have too much of a relationship with his mom or dad mm. from a pretty young age. So, yeah, here's he. That would be cute, but unfortunately, no. And he, you guys come up with some suggestions. I'll think about it. Maybe we can define like what here's his nickname is as time goes on, based can. on his behavior and stuff. Yeah, w- yeah, yeah, or, or the, the listeners. listeners, or here's his short for something. What is it short? Frankly. For? I thought about calling you hearsay a bunch of times, but that's oh. <laughs> punishment! That's you wasted yeah. a punishment. <laughs> it's good though. It's good. <laughs> Wait, if you give a bad pun, like the punishment's like screwed for the rest An of the episode. Punishment. No one can get it. You get to take take. No back one can your use punch. it now. <laughs> yeah, if the listeners come up with something, please do. Hey, if John wants, to get, if y'all want to give me a punishment for that one, no, no, we're not going to give you a punishment. Uh, all right, uh, Nico. To do it in role play, that's the rule. Uh, that's it's on, right. It's on the site. It's on the site. <laughs> it's official now. It's literally in tiny text at the bottom. The bottom. Yeah, check out the website. Check make out comments website. about our our we'll house rules. And... <laughs> do it's we one need of those a... things where it's like look in the left, and then you look in the left, and look in the right, <laughs> look, in the oh, look, at the top. look beneath the triangle. <laughs> you have to do punishment in role play. Oh, <laughs> well, I'm glad we don't have to bring the House of Commons into session here. But um, <laughs> um, Nico, he doesn't have a nickname, though. He's always kind of internally sought the kind of moniker of uh, of uh, Quickfire. Nice. Because he's okay. always he, he's practiced with using tool pistols at the same time. So, he's also, from experience, you can't make up your own nickname. 
It'll never work. I'm just I know. Saying. Yeah. <laughs> You're saying you, nobody will ever call you quickfire. It's just, Sorry, it, hey, hey, that's not true. And we have cinematic examples of such. All right. Peter Quill wanted to be called Star-Lord for such a long time. And at the end of his movie, where he cited Footloose as the greatest movie in the world, <laughs> someone said Star-Lord. And he said Finally. <laughs> I hope you have that great fortune. Me someday. too. It'll, it will only take a dance battle for the, uh, was it the Power Stone? Yes. Uh, the power stone yes. Hey, look, I talked about how this adventure path is highly unique. So maybe yeah. there's a dance battle in the future. Maybe there's not. Yeah. It's highly unique, Where's... but maybe it will, you know, follow the exact outline of Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, it might or might not be just a shot for shot remake of <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy. If you like pina coladas, and then we'll just play seventies and eighties music like the whole time. Roll an athletics check and a persuasion check at the same time. Yeah. Wait, why an athletics check? Yeah, dancing <laughs> falls under survival. Uh, what are you dancing for? Dex? Dex? Yeah, so it's athletics. I would think it's an acrobatics check. Acrobatics? Well, it depends on the type of your dance you're doing. Break dancing. Yeah, yeah, if you're break dancing. You didn't specify what type of dancing we were doing. For all you knew, I could have just been doing the coffee grinder. You are correct. True that. Like, wait, I'm curious, Kevin, you said that, like, when you try to give a nickname to yourself, it doesn't stick ever. Like, have you attempted this? And what no, did I was you attempt? Joking, yeah. <laughs> right. I have had nicknames in real life, though. Um, all through high school, I was called Milky. Milky? Yep. Uh, and everybody thinks it's because I, I was actually, like, um, one of the few white kids at my school. My school was 4% white. <laughs> Um, and I was a part of a fraternity where I was only one of a, a handful of, you know, white skinned people. Um, and so everybody, has, everybody assumes, uh, it was actually, it, that's a long story. We'll get into it another time. So okay. Phi Beta Sigma's, uh, high school version, Sigma Beta. Anyways, oh, uh, I'm not ashamed of it. I can gladly go into it. It's just like a long conversation. Not, anyways. We only have an that, hour, Kev. I know, right? Of these blessings, uh, precious time. But everybody would call me Milky, and everybody assumed that I was called Milky because I was the white kid in the group. But really, it's because I bought Milky Way bars from my teacher slash you know uh, fraternal advisor uh, every day for like the entire time I was in school. So. <laughs> Wait, your teacher sold you candy. Yeah, yeah. He would, well, he and the funds went to Did the fraternity. Have razor oh, okay, blades right. and drugs. No, no, the students. no. Just marking them up at like insane prices. No, no. Yeah, where did teacher, you grow up? Oh. Rialto, Rialto, California, know. San Bernardino. Oh, okay, okay, got you. William, Far East LA. I see. No, uh, actually, what I was gonna say is really boring, so I'm not gonna say it anymore. Um, yeah. Yeah. What I was gonna say was that uh, real quick, and then we can start playing because I've been waiting all week to play. Uh, you were talking about how you bought Milky Way bars all, yeah. all the time. And that sounds just like me as a little kid because I used to eat those Nutter Butter bars. Oh, yeah. You know, like the ones that were like the wafers with the peanut yeah. butter and the chocolate. Nutter around. Butters. And I would eat it every day at lunch. So somebody stole and then it. one day. <laughs> what? No, go ahead. Oh, so one day at, uh, sorry, but, uh, at lunch, I, I just couldn't open it. And I was just like a chubby kid. I would like 
just have been my whole life. And I was like eating. And then I was like, excuse me, can you please open this? Cause I couldn't open it. And then literally the lunch attendant came over and said, you know, if you keep eating these, you're going to turn into one. And then I started to cry. Oh, I, I couldn't, I couldn't Such handle it. I couldn't story. handle it. That is really sad. I know. And I called my mom and you yeah, know, shaped like a peanut. So you'd end up being shaped like a peanut, which would be interesting. I have one cafeteria story. <laughs> And it's really lame. At my cafeteria, (laughs) in my elementary school in Fairfax, I tried to lead a boycott against the cafeteria (laughs) school food. What? Because it was terrible. (laughs) So like, so funny. I got in a whole lot of trouble that I had to change schools. Are you serious? (laughs) That's really funny. (laughs) Incidentally, changed schools. Wait, did you also try to create an insurrection (laughs) at your school? Be honest. (laughs) No. Do you like waving a flag, standing on top of the lunchroom? People got really upset because I was like. I so am like, William okay. Garrett. No. <laughs> <laughs> they may take our food. They may take our flavor. But they will never take our freedom. <laughs> but they barely can blame yeah. <laughs> yeah, but then you down. I see. Wow. Damn. That's actually kind of awesome. Not a long story at all. Yeah, yeah. dude. That's pretty, that's pretty great. Respect. In, in yeah. sixth grade, I would actually... <laughs> It was, I think, $2 for, like, the full meal, but it was 50 cents for chocolate milk and 50 cents for a cookie. So Mm -hmm. every day for lunch, I'd have two chocolate milks and two cookies. Nice. (laughs) Smart, man. Yeah. (laughs) Quick math. Good, good, wholesome food right there. That's, like, at USC in college (laughs) each day. That's that's just what you ate. Not not second grade. This is... Not second grade (laughs) in college. Uh, well, speaking of, uh, you know, eating chocolate milk, drinking chocolate milk, and poor segues. <laughs> Leading insurrections against... <laughs> and insurrections against... against the against tyrannical the, uh, cafeteria, cafeteria school district uh, that, food, food caterer program. Oh my gosh, yes. That is but a microcosm of... <laughs> This adventure, <laughs> a small snippet of what well, could be on the Chimera. That might have been the coolest story I think I've ever heard. Well, oh, I got it. Yeah. Yeah. Dr. No <laughs> that was awesome. Dr. OK did storm into the kitchen on the Chimera. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. On an alternative kind. <laughs> Episode true. two or three. On an alternative yeah. kind. It all of makes this. sense now. The threats are coming. <laughs> <laughs> it's all. <laughs> this adventure path has been building your whole life. <laughs> Yeah. I've reached out to people in your past in order to make the real life connections to your character. Uh, Will Truly. sent a uh, request into Adam Sandler to write Sloppy Joe. Um. Yeah. <laughs> and Lunch Lady Land. That was a very popular so, song at the time. Not to date yeah. myself. Yep. It's okay. So let's jump in. I've been waiting for this hour all week, and I'm stoked to talk about how you all have, you know, gone through. You went up this hatch that was a secret hatch in a secret compartment. You exit through a door that leads to the starboard cargo area. You come in. Starboard. 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 Star Lord. Star Bird. 
starbirds. <laughs> and quick fire. You see, I mean, you can say starboard, starboard, starboard. You see before you song, who is collapsed on the ground, and come to find out they are lifeless. They are dead. You take out the threats of three space pirates. You kill one, knock one unconscious, and then are currently talking to the third. And I just want to ask you guys, what, as we jump back in, what are your thoughts on what you're going to say to this pirate? Because I think last time we talked about how some of you wanted to just, uh, you know, imprison her perhaps in a crate some of you wanted to use her to try and convince her to help out so I want to give you guys the space just for a minute to to talk about that you can do it in character but I don't know it might be nice outside of character out of character and I believe hearsay haha we'll say uh, we'll believe in this Um, (laughs) we'll agree with this is I think Nico is definitely going to try to get her to turn coat and actually fight against the people she was hired to serve along with to get plunder. So Kevin thinks that's a terrible idea. I don't know how you expect to trust a space pirate to follow along with you and not shoot you in the back. Oh, but- I fully intend for her to lead the way. She's going to be on point. Like I do not trust her, but I do recognize she can be of value and can be used to our own ends. I just I don't know I, about that to be honest. Doctor OK thinks that if we're going to be dealing with pirates, it's best to have as much collateral as well as uh, leverage as possible. As for a, keeping her alive, yeah. Oh, in order to have her help us, like leverage yes. over her. I don't know what leverage we have over her. That's the thing. Well, we could always trade her for you know some of the crew with the pirates or whatever, maybe. Yeah, Comes I don't. Out of that. I, I see where you're going with that. Well, I don't think pirates are going to trade one life for a hostage. They so they're really, not willing they don't to believe trade in hostages. Yeah, they're not going to trade their hostages for another crewmate. But you expect their crewmates to turn on them. I'm so confused on the hierarchy of pirates. Just there's general. not much of a hierarchy. <laughs> and like as a character who's a pirate, I can say that like they will stick up for each other it's not like they do form friendships and bonds and stuff so you wouldn't trust one to turn on their crew either right right no that yeah that could happen but (laughs) i mean yeah (laughs) you gotta vet your pirates all right i know one thing that's on rick's mind is he still wants to know like there's so much going on in the ship right now and we know now that algiata and um trust nick are the uh, astrozoans that were related to or not related associated with these starfishers, but the starfishers don't recognize the Astrozoans as a part of their crew. So there's that mix. But then there was also the Hobgoblin and the Goblins, which seem to be at least doing whatever the starfishers intend to maybe, do. Maybe all of these people are here for the same thing. It's like a for situation. different reasons, though. Yeah, it's I like could see that. Aces. Terrible movie. I'll also give a little reminder. And maybe this is our slightly more well-positioned segue into playing, which is that right as we ended, you heard this thud against the, the south wall of the cargo bay. And there was a communique coming in on the 
communicator of like, help, Jim, please help. And then the sounds of struggle and then a poof. Wait, sorry, on whose communicator did we hear that? It was on one of the pirates' communicators. Oh, I thought it was coming over the ship's audio. Yes, yeah, no, it was. No, it was on the pirates' oh, communicator. I oh, changed so it's one of my sh- position then. I think we should keep her alive and use her. <laughs> yep. yep. For sure. <laughs> so, with that said, I'm going to pull you guys over to the mapizzle. Mapizzle. It's a technical Starfinder term for map. Map Pizzo. The thud poof, hits the wall. You do know what's happening, she says to all of you. I think we ended where you all were discussing what to do with her. You do know what's happening, right? I told you that you should be careful. We are not to be messed with. That thud that you heard is just the beginning of our takeover. You may have one in this little cargo bay of your little ship, but that does not mean that the war is lost mm. and that we will take it all for ourselves. Nico's going to roll a diplomacy roll here, and Nico's going to say, Exactly. And you are going to help us thwart your friends here. Here's just going to do sense motive. That could have very well just been her ally, so. That's a uh, 17 plus 8, I believe, is my diplomacy check here. That's and a 2. Here's understands nothing. Yeah, it is. Uh, <laughs> 17 I'll, plus I'll 8. Do a sense so, motive. I got a 25 so, on my diplomacy. 25 Very on diplomacy. Nice. 2 from here's on sense trying motive. to gauge the motive of her. And Dr. OK, what did you get on your sense motive? 24. All right. 24. Your sense motive tells you that she is very confident in the abilities of her crew. And however, she is unsure that like, there's no way for her to know that that pound on the wall is winning or not. She's clearly trying to intimidate for lack of a better word. Mm-hmm. Nico, as soon as you say that, she falters briefly and says, I have told you as much as I know. I'm not asking you to tell us anything more about what you know. Have- I'm asking you to participate physically and most likely violently in the overthrow of your takeover. If you want to live. I have one more question to ask, if I may. What do you know of the hobgoblins on board? I'm sorry, who? What do you know of the goblins and the hobgoblin that were on board? I know nothing about them. So you know nothing of the situation that's happening on the ship. And he turns and walks away. Okay, so Rick walks away. She is standing there still with her hands behind her back. Can I, I roll believe Rick... an intimidation on that? Uh, sure. 15 plus 3 is 18. She looks down at her feet. Seems a little lost in thought. What did uh, what did my diplomacy check do on that, John? Like I was asking her to uh, yeah. participate on that. I'm getting to it. Okay. What is in it for me? 
How about your life? You're at our mercy at the moment, and we'll decide whether or not you go free from here or are sucked out into space. Because at this point, the way I see it, we're on a ship that's being overtaken by pirates, you being one of them, and you're either with us or against us. I don't have time to keep an eye on you, and I don't have time to lock you up in a crate and just hope you survive. So you'll either participate in doing the right thing and getting the, the people on this passenger ship safely to Absalom, or you can get an up-close view of space and the stars so, without a vac suit. Your call. Do you really trust me with a weapon? I'm not going to trust you. I'm not going to trust you, but you're on point. And you're going to be in front of everybody else. Your call and your Rick, life. I don't know if I like this plan. You know, you all really would make good pirates. <laughs> you have no idea. Rick wants to check on Song's body. Rick checks Song's body. Yeah, and I'm going to use my medicine check. Okay. 16 plus, I think, a five... Yeah, you can tell that their body was hit by some pretty intense cold damage, and they passed pretty quickly. Like it was uh, a one-shot kill. Can I tell if it was like a weapon fire or like a magic weapon fire? Okay. And nobody had a cold weapon. You haven't. I don't know if you've looked at okay them yet. Have you? Well, that's that was going to be my next step before we move any further. Is strip. Uh, what's whatever this redhead is holding? I thought actually I had already started looking uh, through some of their belongings earlier. Uh, that's why they they thought that we would make good pirates because I was like, oh, Rick, you look over song. They don't have much on them. I'm not. I'm not looting Song's body. I know you were looking <laughs> over to see if Song Song was definitely from the hail cannon. That's how we got talking about the equipment. And then you were like, "Oh, did we loot them?" And then Doctor OK, you were looting the bodies. So we were just going over quickly because I don't think last time we went over who got what. So who got what? Doctor OK picked up a frag grenade and a pistol, just a slightly higher. Uh, attack roll than my Costaget liquidator. That's about it. All the other stuff Dr. OK is not really equipped for. Do you want to take this tactical pistol? Yes. I will take the... I can fire this. I will take the heavy armor since it looks like none of you are able to wear that. Yeah, definitely not. So Rick picks up the Golem Forge plating one because uh, it's slightly better than what he has. It's going to take a few minutes to put that on and get it fitted right. Um, he also is going to. There's a Sub Zero hail cannon there, um, but that's likely the weapon that took Song out. Oh uh, yeah, it makes sense because it's a, a it's it's as big as my artillery laser. But um, yeah, it's a badass weapon. Yeah, it's only. Have one. you seen the automatic fire property? No, do I have to go look this up again, man? This is. No. Uh, yeah, yeah, you should. Anyway, I was gonna say I just I'm gonna grab the 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 batteries from that unless somebody else wants to pick it up. Uh, and then I'm also gonna grab the tactical, great axe. Oh, can can we like? Uh, can I store if nobody wants the hail cannon? 
just watch I your watch your later. bulk because you'll get encumbered. Yeah, just you're carrying it. Just watch your bulk. Yeah. Does anybody I can't, like, lock it up in a crate or put it in my room? You could lock it up in a crate. You could also go put it up in your in your room. But again, when you do, yeah, if you leave, yeah, things will happen. Obviously, yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm also gonna drop the storm hammer that we grabbed the earlier. Yep, the die magnetic one. Because now I'm. I, how do I? Wait, if you want to give it to me, I can hold on to it and sell it later. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, I might can, even I might even drop this laser it? pistol. Nico, I can't can, use you that. used it. You cannot. Damn. I really want somebody to use it because if I'm not using it, I want somebody to use it. What the the storm hammer? Yeah, it's just dope. It's just a cool weapon. I know, but the but the tactical great axe is more powerful. All right, Mister Midmax. I know. Right? <laughs> Here's. Can you use that? I'm checking now. I I don't think so. I can only use like light weapons. I think. I can is only use small basic arms. Melee, yeah. Oh, it's a basic. Okay, if it's basic it. melee, then I could, but I don't think it is. Is it? It's the hand, melee. hand axes are. The hand axes are. Those the are head axes cool. pretty good. They're one one handed. Uh, oh, two of if them. no one has There's those, two I'll them. take them. Hell yeah, There's two of them. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, you guys are tricked out now. You're all good. As you're doing all this, she is just silently surveying you. <laughs> Especially you, as you don you, Rick, as you don the golem plate forge and then nico as you're talking like i want it but i don't know if i can use it she's like seen all these before and she just silently watches you and then looks back down mm, can i offer you ground. something to relax young lady she just looks at you and doesn't say anything i guess not <laughs> gonna take that as a no mm, here's just gonna go over to um the downed dwarf and um try to like wake her up I think she's bound already isn't she she's unconscious stable bound. unconscious stable bound yeah so he will attempt to do that okay so you're gonna go wake her up mm-hmm. so you go maybe you slap her a little bit <laughs> oh yeah wakey wakey she starts to try and move her hands they're bound the feet bound she just looks at you Hey there, welcome back. I have a question or two for you. Very nice, Godwina. You can answer any question, says the human pirate. And she, the dwarf, sits up, leans against the crate that you are talking to her at. How do you know me? And what did I do? What do you mean? How do I know you? How do you not know the pain that you inflicted? onto my family listen toots i've had a really hard time i can't remember everything you gotta you gotta give me a little more than this she looks at you blankly and then says how could you not remember i don't know tell me what did i do you you killed my family what are their names their names it's funny you ask that. I go over their names every morning and night. A reminder that you killed them. <clears throat> I'm Godwina. My husband was Godwin. And my son was Godwin Jr. And my my other son was Godwin the Third. All Godwins. <laughs> Good God. <laughs> Punishment. Name where I All come right, from. that was fair. 
strong name. Yeah. yeah. Apparently not strong enough. Um, here's just a <laughs> bit. He's gonna try to remember. I guess that's wisdom. Yeah. So, Give me wisdom. Um, oh, good lord. It's just a three. Surely here's would remember yeah. this though, right? You don't Unless remember. Framed. You don't remember at all. I I gotta say, I don't remember it. Sorry, I don't remember it. What did I do to them? Supposedly, I did to them. You killed them. How did I kill them? And when? You don't remember this. I don't. Give me a sense motive. Here's mm, smart to roll that. Good point. 11. <laughs> You're rolling terrible on this. I know. So I should be using you gotta the physical start dice, that's why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Roll roll your physical dice next time. Uh, you can tell she's telling you all that she knows. Mm-hmm. Who told you that I killed them? Did you see it happen, or did someone tell you? She blinks and then turns and looks at the wall blankly. As if in thought. And she doesn't answer. Um. Okay. Well, I'm going to try to convince her to answer me. So I'm going to, uh, I guess, try to like be diplomatic with her. Okay. Look, maybe if it wasn't me, I could find out who did it. And maybe, I don't know, if I'm feeling generous, I can help. If you just tell me who told you I did this. She looks at you and her expression has, she's still upset, but there's, it's like the mask is kind of broken a little bit and she suddenly seems confused and she just says, I, I don't remember. Hmm. And then she turns back and looks at the wall. Um, here's just going to tell her to give everything that she has on her person to him. I don't think we checked her yet, huh? While she was unconscious. You did. Cause that's oh, the golem play. Yeah, yeah. Uh, gotcha. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah. Okay. And speaking of Duh. that, Rick, while that's going on, uh, Rick finishes putting on the golem armor, the golem plating. And, um, then he walks over to the, what is, does red, does red have a name? Uh, yes, she does. Course we never asked. <laughs> does, does she have a name? Of course she has a name. Uh, I just go over to the redhead. As a redhead. Of course she has a name. Offensively. Yeah, of course. Her, her name is Sabrina. So he walks over to Sabrina and he, he tells her to take off her armor. I'm sorry? Take off your armor. And then she just turns around and shows you her cuffs hand, cuffed hands. Um, Nico, Nico will point his uh, Nico will point his two blasts at her, and says, "It's okay, I got you covered." And Rick will un- undo her, her. Okay, she's wearing like a basic, you know, shirt and stuff underneath it. And you take the armor; it's a second skin armor. And as you do that, she looks over at Nico and she says, "You know, somebody should really give you a nickname, maybe like Quickfire." <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Just came to me. Pointed <laughs> your guns, and I. I thought and Nico, Nico's gonna only. put. Nico's gonna put one of his lower one of his guns just a little bit, and he's just gonna say. T 
do you read minds? <laughs> <laughs> she winks at you. <laughs> so Rick kicks right. the second skin away from her and then cuffs her. Okay. Again. And um, then, okay. Here's, here, here's going to detect magic on uh, Godwina. Ooh. Is that a spell or cantrip? It's a cantrip. Ooh. Okay, so just for the listeners at home, here's and Godwina and Dr. OK are against the east wall near the door talking. Sabrina, Lifeless Song, Rick, and Nico are standing closer to the center of the Starboard Cargo Bay. It's maybe been... 48 minutes. Well, it's been it, it's still been about 50, 45, 50 minutes since you all encountered Trostenek and the explosion upstairs and then since the thud down the wall down on the wall it's probably been I don't know, I'd say 10, ten minutes. minutes. Yeah. yeah, 10 minutes or so. So you here's you're going to do you're going to cast detect magic on Gabina. Yeah, I want to see if there's something making her planting ideas in her head or something like that. Okay, I did this. Ahead. Yeah. It has a spell DC this. of fifteen. Okay, uh, so you need to roll. Then let me let me let me see that actually, because I think this is the first time that we're doing detect magic. Uh, I think so. Read it. Read it. Read you it detect out loud. All magic spells, effects, items, and objects, including those on or affecting creatures you can see, as well as hybrid items in the area. You can't detect magical traps in this way, as they are created with additional magic that wards them from this common spell. Um, each round you concentrate on the same area you can determine if one magical source you detect is from a spell, magic item, or other effect and the caster level or item level of the effect. You can't determine if there are magic sources in areas you can't see or if there was a magic source in an area at one time but has since expired. Hmm. You can tell obviously that none of the weapons or armor that you guys have is magical in the sense that there's like a magical effect per se. It's more just like part of the technology that's already in there. I think the Sub-Zero Hail Cannon might have some magical components that cause it to get to cast the cold damage. I'm not sure. But in terms of what you're really focused on, her, you don't detect any sort of magical spell over her. And no, the Hail Cannon has a complex integrated coolant system. So you don't detect any magic in or around her. Rick, Nico, Dr. OK, what are you all thinking? There's been a thud. What are you guys doing? Uh, Dr. OK was going to check this door uh, and stealthily inspect the hallway, open the door, and peep down the hallway. The door opens, and you look down the hallway, and I will reveal what you see. You see uh, pretty much five more pirates pointing their weapons at you. Every time. (laughs) Their names? Godwin. Godwin Jr. Godwin the third. We've come us. for our mother. Uh, we're not dead after all. Uh, we're never uh, dead. We were never dead. <laughs> They've been dead for years. Uh, you see the hallway and it is empty. We better get moving. Are we taking these two with us or locking them up here? I see. Let's take them with to- us. I take him with us for the tactical advantage. Nico, what do you say? Nico's going to be, let's do it. I agree. I got the dwarf. And she's and he's going to say to Sabrina, he's going to be like, don't make me live up to my name. Don't make me live up to my name. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. 
I'm the one who gave it to you. I could always take it away. No, you can't. Take it away. You've given it. So you all start to do that. I'm going to, uh, I will control them on roll 20. Um, unless I want to give one of you guys control just for the purposes of moving them. You can tell me where you want them. I'll just give you all control. Nick, do you want to move uh, yeah, Sabrina or do you want me to? You got it. Okay. We'll move Godwina. I'm just going to send it to all players. Godwina Gryffindor. Godwina oh. Gryffindor. That is that is her name. Did Song have anything on it? Uh, they did not have anything on them. Ika's going to take He's this opportunity. Cook, <laughs> He's going to reload his uh, azimuth laser pistols. Yeah, Rick Ross. Okay. Yeah, change the magazines on them. So you guys walk out into the hallway. You're pushing these prisoners. Seems like Godwina is in the center. Um, Dr. OK is in front. Nico and here is right behind Godwina. And you all should be able to move Sabrina as well. Let me give them their names. The teenage so witch. in the hallway now. Yeah, the teenage witch and uh, <laughs> Godwin, Godwina Gryffindor. Sabrina Slytherin. Mm-hmm. That's nah. good. Rick, are you coming? Yeah, I'm coming. <laughs> Rick is just adjusting the goal. I'm going to, to play peer down this hallway. Before Rick walked out of the room, though, he crossed um, Song's arms over and and then like closed his eyes all ceremoniously. Closed, closed their some, eyes. Some pennies yeah. on yeah. theirs. <laughs> Two coins on the eyes for That's, the boatmen. For the boatmen. I, I was just going to make that reference. That far Good ahead, call, Nick. Dr. Okay. Yep. Good call, Nick. So now, as a group, we are walking down the hall um, with the two hostages kind of out in front. Okay, the two hostages out in front. You all start walking. Let me reveal this. And every once in a while, Rick nudges her in the back with this giant artillery laser. (laughs) (laughs) So as you look down the hallway... Oh, there's another... You can see around the corner, there is another... uh, Yeah, there's another set of improvised you know boundaries that were there that's showing right yes I see it okay mm, fascinating where did the sound come from on the you said the south side of the cargo bay? yeah it sounded like you all can see the gym door the in front gym. of you oh okay it so- sounded like it came from the gym and that was in the calm that came over there uh, communicate devices. We should, we should yeah. get in there as quick as we can since uh, uh, it just happened. You're going to let Sabrina move in first? I don't know. Uh, so yeah, sure. Rick, will, Rick will push her to the door. Can we see inside through the windows? Because this yeah, is... So, this door here is the gym. That is the gym. Yeah, so... I'll tell you what you see. Natural 20 on perception. On perception. With a, so 25 uh, for perception. Okay. This is good. Great. When the, when the GM says, this is good, and starts rolling <laughs> dice. What? <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't roll any dice. Liar. Now I'm going to roll a dice. That's 24 oh, for no. me on perception. Oh, on it was my Nick aid. rolling. Perception. Oh, it was, it was, it was Nick rolling. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I got a 24 on perception to aid. Okay, nice. So that's a so that's a plus. So it's a twenty-seven for you. Are you doing it stealthily? Uh, do I need to do it stealthily? Are you? I mean, I'm just looking uh, around. And yes, you're just I'll looking at the door. For stealth. I'll Doctor for stealth only for too. stealth. Greek <laughs> is not rolling. I'll roll, I'll roll for, for stealth. stealth. I rolled. Doctor Okay rolled a fifteen. Fifteen from Doctor Okay, Rick. Seventeen. Seventeen. With my minus here, so one. Did you say something? Uh, no. I'm. I'm okay. going to stick out here for now. I got a okay. twelve on my st- on my stealth. Okay. 
I actually, yeah. What is the store to the left before the barricade? Uh, you recall that as the door that has no window on it, and you were going to go try and open, but I think you guys tried to open it. It was in one of the earlier episodes. You tried to open it. It didn't open. Yeah, that one right. is, is locked. So we tried so like engineering checks and everything, and nothing would get it to budge. Uh, I think you didn't want to go forward. You were oh, about okay. to like really dive in and, and let's say, like, let's try and open this, you know, uh, and it didn't work. All right, so you're standing at the door. How do I want to do this? Remember, we heard voices on that other doorway. Probably should have checked that out. Yeah. <laughs> Give me a... There's so much going on. I don't know which way to go. That's that's Give why you... it's it's a, it's a game. You can figure it out. Give you a what? Everyone give me a wisdom check. As you're about to open Ooh. the door here. 13. 13 as well. 20. 20. 10. Okay. 10, 20, 13. Who got the 20? Uh, Dr. Uki. Here's what did you roll? 13. 13. Okay. Dr. Okay, you recall just as Rick is about to look in and just as you go up to look in and and be stealthy, you think about what was said, the phrasing, the candor. You start thinking about the voice. You're like, where, where have I where have I heard this voice before? And you realize that the voice sounded like Lozu. And as Rick, as you and Dr. OK go to peer through, you actually see in the gym. Oh, what? The gym equipment is strewn all over the place. Bikes are knocked over. And For in the, the center, he just of revealed the, mat, the room. Hold on. Hold on. Wait, in the center wait. of the mat. Let's make sure it's not a bug. In the center of the mat, you see Lozu Pahir, the first mate, unconscious on the ground. And standing over Lozu Pahir is Lozu Pahir, the first mate. Oh, God, it wasn't digging through, Digging through the pockets to see oh. another Lozu Pahir. We got a shapeshifter. Let's take her down. Fucking, let's <laughs> do this. Um, so we're not an in initiative because she didn't see us, right? Yeah, I don't think she saw you. You're just looking through All the right. window. Do you want to go in? Uh, uh, Rick is going should... to hit hit the door. Hold on, button. hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I feel like Rick starts to put his hand up, and Doctor mm. uh, Okay's tentacle hey, like, here's, pushes it down. Uh, do you do you still have that uh, ability to supercharge a weapon? <laughs> <laughs> so we definitely haven't rested in a while, so we're all pretty taxed. But I do have uh, something called a spell cache, okay, which I can use once a day and activate yeah. any spell for free. So I will do that for Doctor. Okay, I think I well, got one. I, I was thinking of this for Rick, but oh. I I see where you're going with it. Uh, he wants you to supercharge my weapon now and then off yeah, just yeah. into the room and open fire. That's a good idea. <laughs> I think I got one just uh, for you, man. Right here. And Rick, Rick, look, like, Dr. Okay says that out loud and Rick t- turns to hears with this huge smile on his face. He says, just keep that ready. And then he hits the button and he's going to walk in with the, um, with Sabrina right in front okay. of him. Okay. 
and he's gonna he's holding her handcuffs and as soon as those doors open he kicks her knee out so she falls to her knees okay and he rests his artillery laser on her shoulder <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> what and like uses her as like a shield as she oh, as he's pointing his artillery laser and he's gonna shout stand down keep your hands where I can see them as you do that the low super here that is standing up looks sees this whole scene this gaggle of people outside can probably see Nico Dr. Okay mm-hmm. maybe Godwina looks over and says thank oh, thank you I, I was so worried I, I thought I thought that something might happen it was very scary clearly I can see that we look like uh, she is not real. Uh, she is, I don't know what she is, but I'm very glad that you're here. L- looks like you're okay too. And at that moment, the low zooper here that is on the ground starts to, looks up, sees the low zoo above her and quickly rolls and then sits up with her hands back and says, shoot, shoot, shoot them. They, they are, they are with the pirates. And the one standing up says, no, no, she is not real. She boarded it and, and she tried to kill me. What do you all do? What do you Rick all do? Has uh, terrible sense, sense motive. motive. <laughs> sense motive. Sense motive. <laughs> all right. Rick, oh, Rick has 19 sense motive on oh, the wow. standing one. What? Rick has no idea though. He's he's got his artillery laser and he's just kind of swiveling back and forth at the two of them. I got, I got a, a 20. 20. Oh! <laughs> We're very good at so motive right now. Yep. You got 28. Wow, you guys are great. <laughs> We're seeing right through this crap, John. Come on. Nico, what did you roll? 20. Sorry. 20? Wow, okay, all right. 14 plus 6. Booyah! I'm not going to say who. But you know what one of them rolled on their bluff check? A little sneak behind the scenes. Okay. Yeah. A 19. Oh! Wow. <laughs> so Dr. Okay and Nico. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it was her cadence. I don't know if it was the way that she spoke. Maybe the uncertainty in her voice. Maybe it was the fact that the one who was on the ground, uh, which I will just call out here. You are seeing two of them. It's the one that is down here, right? She moved back. I'll say she like rolled five feet away. Um, Who knows what it was? The one who is on the ground is wearing their armor that you've seen her in. And the one standing up is wearing station wear that maybe you've seen her in. You're like, "Uh, that's familiar, I guess. Uh, Yeah, of course. But you can tell that it's the one standing up that is likely is having trouble passing off the fact that they are Lozu. Yeah, also the fact that she was rummaging through unconscious Lozu's pockets is kind I'm of just a dead saying. giveaway. Yep. Uh, I'm just saying. Uh, what a- So yeah, let's waste this yep. person. Nico's, uh, okay. Nico's gonna take... I'm, I'm yeah. going to say to uh, Rick, it's the one on the right. And uh, as and soon as he says on the that, right, the the one on the right, as soon as you say that, you see Lozu's mouth move, but the voice coming out is not Lozu, and there's this grin that becomes a sneer, and they say, this is where you draw your last breath. <laughs> Rick Roll for initiative. <laughs> I feel like we should have had advantage on this. But okay. I mean, as soon as you... 
it was mostly because you said that, to be honest. But they uh, are also uh, willing to. Uh, okay. They are willing to attack. Wait. It actually says in the book that if that they attack to possibly surprise you all. So the fact that you already knew, I was like, eh, it's. They know what's up. We're all weird here, Jin. Yeah. I had that spell readied, which was supercharged weapon, so I can do that out of initiative order, correct, for Rick? Uh, yes, you can do that out of initiative order. <laughs> nice. So, Though I because pretty low you did that, how long does it take to cast it? One round. Um, I think it's... it's or it's instantaneous. It's cast I think it's, it's instantaneous. instantaneous. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, it uh, is. Yeah, that's fine. Because you did that in the hallway. Yeah, right? I did. I did. Very nice. Alright, here's does that uh, for Rick. Here okay. you go, buddy. Shoot straight. Well, I'm gonna say that you did that in the hallway, so that that's been done. Well, it's only okay. good for one round, and I and I told him to have it ready. That's fine. It's just I'll, ready. I'll, I'll, it's six seconds, but I'll say with the time that you did it, you stepped in. This happened. It, I'll let it mechanically work as if Thank you had done it. Thank you. Just, just now. That's fine. Thanks. You're the best, John. God, hey, you know such what? I'm only trying master. to kill your characters some of the time, so don't say that I don't do things I know, for you. I know, you just find more creative ways to kill us is all. Yeah, and then along the way, I give you little things. I'm like, hey, it's cool. You know, I make it seem like I'm being helpful, and really, I just want my char- my characters that I make uh, to destroy you. Cool. So, with that said, <laughs> that's out of the way. Our goals are clear. That was our... Uh, our 20 what fourth session zero that we've had where i tell you that i want to kill you and what are your initiatives rick rolled a nine here's rick rolled a, a five. nine five from here's uh nico dr okay what'd you get nico got dr. an 18 18 from nico nice roll dr okay got a 16 16 good stuff all righty this is going to be awesome i've been waiting for this so it's the top of the round the lozu that you all know to be let's call him not lozu not lozu <laughs> super creative name uh not lozu you see them their hands kind of move and start to wiggle and they say something under their breath and then oh no out of nowhere their body seems to like double and then as it starts to double, it actually like doubles again. And so in the same five foot space, you see four of them slightly offset, all looking very solid Come as on. they used holographic clone. Oh no. Oh damn it. Man, love it. So, so good. What does that do? It gives you like a high AC or something? Yeah, it basically, you'll see, you'll see. So, uh, don't so, make me look in the book. Don't make me look in the book. <laughs> Is that a spell? Uh, well, I'm not going to say anything. No, you're going to make me Google it. Uh, well, don't Google. That's like just Googling <laughs> the threefold conspiracy and just reading the whole no, thing, which you I have, definitely I have, shouldn't do. I have done so hard. I have, I'm fighting so bad not to do. Like Google anything. I will say you should. Yeah, you should definitely not not do that. Uh, Holographic so, image. I found it. <laughs> all right, um, but I don't know what it, level you did it at, so it doesn't matter. It's fine. Nico, you are up. What are you doing? Nico is going to do a trick attack. So he's going to do a bluff check, and he's going to shoot with both blasters. Okay. He's going to trick attack, shoot with both blasters. I don't know that you can shoot with both blasters and do a trick attack. Why not? Because 
Because shooting with both blasters is a full attack, I believe, right? This is uh, so how trick attack works. Yep. So you can trick or startle a foe and then attack when she drops her guard. As a full action, you can move up to your speed whether or not you moved. You can then make an attack with a melee weapon with the operative special property or with any small arm. So, yeah. because I'm not moving, I think I could do that because this is before anything else. I So, I see what you're saying. I'm going to say this. I think attacking with both weapons could be a full attack. Yeah, you spend a full action to make two attacks. So, you either spend your full action to make two attacks or you spend your full action to do a trick attack, which involves one weapon attack. Just based on the rules, I think that that's... That's what that would be. Is trick attack a spell or a feat? It's trick attack is an envoy thing. It, no, it's 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 a it's an, an operative, operative thing. It's not an sorry envoy. operative. Yeah, it's operative. You all have dirty trick. Anyone can do a dirty trick. I think dirty trick counts as a standard action, uh, but trick attack is I think a little better, right, Nick? And it's only a move action. Well, it's a full action, but like the, you can do it better than anyone else. I think that's the whole point. Well, Nico's just going to take both of his blasters, then he's just going to open fire. You will have some soft cover because Rick, Dr. Okay, and Sabrina aren't in front of you. Um, so not Lozu will have some soft cover. Well, dang it, John. You're just making my life difficult. <laughs> Dude, I I'm will play the game as it's meant to be played. I will do a trick attack then, and he will do a trick attack. And yeah, come gosh, John, following the rules. I know. Horrible. I horrible. love it, guys. What Thank an you. Asshole. Wow. And All right, rules lawyer. He's going to do a... <laughs> we know you do. So he's going to shoot with one blaster here, and... Okay. He's going to... Uh, yeah, he's going to do a trick attack. So bluff check first. So bluff check against... The DC is me, right? It's 20 plus the creature CR. Yeah. Got it. Okay. 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 I see. I see what you're doing. What'd you get? You're not going to like it, John. Oh. I'm going to like it real hard. Natty 19 plus 8 for 27. Wow. You want to know what the Woo. DC was? What is it? 23. You nailed it. Booyah. What do you do as your trick attack? What's your like tricky, tricky thing? So Do you shout be like, hey, look over here. Nico's, <laughs> Nico's, Nico's going to do that stupid roll. Your shoelaces are undead. <laughs> so Nico's going to do that stupid roll again that uh, Rick the 19 was just, Yeah, that acrobatics roll that Rick 19 uh, was just like, why'd he do that? I love the continuity. <laughs> Sorry to cut you off. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. All right. So you roll in between them. Like, I picture like a Willy Wonka somersault. Like, yep. doo -doo -doo, you know, and you pop up and you're like, boom, and then so, you shoot. As a little bit of I flavor it. for it, as he rolls between the two and he pops up with one of his blasters upraised, he says, "Yeah, if you somehow manage to survive this, you can call me Quick Draw." And he's good. <laughs> that was Quick Fire. Was, oh, sorry, Quick Fire. Sorry, you can call me. <laughs> you know your own nickname. You can call me. That's what <laughs> Quick Fire. <laughs> he's gonna shoot. That's so funny. <laughs> That's what Sabrina says. She's like, it's quick fire, not quick draw. Okay? Gosh, all right, stop. Uh, I'm trying to nail this, all right? <laughs> <laughs> all right, so give me your That's attack a pretty roll. pretty quick fire. <sighs> this is with your Admus laser pistol? Yes. And that is a okay. plus three as well. So that's a 21 to hit. That is a hit. Nicely done. Oh, wow. That's a, <laughs> yeah. that's a plus three. No, that's not a plus three. That's a three to it. That's a three to plus hit. Plus three to her that's HP. So, so she gains three, three HP. <laughs> no, sorry, sorry. 
minus three to her. Minus, her minus negative three. Minus negative three to the health. Um, and she's flat-footed. Uh, she's flat-footed plus. Wait, I think I also get something else, right? I also deal. Oh, I also second. have. I also have to do an additional D four here. Sorry. An additional D four. Okay. Wait, what's the additional D four? I get four? if I succeed on the trick attack, you are flat-footed, and I get another damage die. Got it. Another D4 here, so. Okay, so, so three. And another, and another three, so that's minus six. And you're flat-footed. Okay. This is what I will say. As you fire, right? The shots hit. Nico, as you shoot and fire and say, you can call me quick fire, then you see that the shots hit one of the not Lozus, and that Lozu disappears as you hit one of the holographic clones. And that what? is our game. Oh, what? what? Bullshit. You know what? Hey, everyone. Uh, it's Kevin. I know you just heard my voice like three weeks ago, but I had to jump back into that rotation a little bit early because this week's a little more personal for me. Um, around five years ago, about the time that I got married, my wife and I agreed that when I finished school, we would move to the East Coast. Well, I finished my master's degree in December, and we started planning, and we're moving this weekend. So by the time next week's episode comes out, I will already be on the road with my wife, my son, and my dog uh, heading that way. And I'm, I'm leaving the table. I'm leaving behind four of my closest friends uh, that I play Starfinder with. Um, but the cool thing is, is that the technology today will allow me to continue playing without any changes. Uh, I mean, that same technology that we use to start a podcast in the middle of a global pandemic, that same technology will help me stay connected to these guys. I'm actually going to like phone it in like some kind of super villain meeting with his like table of evil union members or something and play our podcast and put it out to you guys as if nothing has changed. And hopefully you wouldn't even know there was a difference unless you listen to this outro. But I also want to take that as an opportunity to like tell you as a listener, if you're at all interested in playing that now is the time to join because there's nothing stopping you. And if you're, if you're curious, if you're looking for a way to do it, email us, send us something, a message on social media. We will, we will help get you connected to the right person to get you playing, even if it's remotely and online. So reach out. That's all I'm saying. Get out there, play a game. Yeah, I guess that's it. Uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for all your well wishes. Um, and I'll see you next week on Will Save. So uh, thanks again. Kevin out. Kevin out.